Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. We are super excited to have Mahima on the show today. Hello, Mahima. Hello, beautiful angel. (laughs) Thank Uh, you for having me here. What a joy to share and to be a part of this conversation. Yeah, we are so excited to have you. Um, Today, uh, Mahima, she's she's a gal that's right up my alley. She um, is a self-mastery mentor and a mindset trainer. And so that's like my area. I love it. I'm so excited to hear what she has to share with us today. And Mahima is the founder of the Mahima Mindset. And she has actually spent, this was so interesting to me and amazing. She spent 10,000 hours of meditation practice. Maybe it's more by now, but that's what you have. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm such a sucker for meditating. It is like, I call it my spiritual candy. Absolutely. So I love that you are a, a meditation uh, guru or connoisseur. I love that. Thank you. It is just the biggest gift I've given myself in this lifetime, um, which I actually didn't give myself. It, it happened like life took me to meditation. But then once I had that taste, I was smart enough to say this is something I need to know more about. <laughs> yes. Maybe you're OK at, with me asking a quick question before we kind of get into today's topic. But I wondered how much do you meditate daily and about how much time do you meditate usually each day? OK, well, the good news is that I'm on this. I'm, I'm, I'm on the 15 to 20 minute meditations a day. Yes. Okay. That's just to get myself grounded and centered to get the day going. And then uh. every moment of the day is a meditation. So every mo- wow. everything I do, I try to do it from a place of awareness, of consciousness. I try to be aware of what I'm doing throughout the day. So I feel like my practice has moved into, which I, is what I highly recommend people to do, is move off of the mat and into, you know, just every step, every breath, what am I doing? Be present, stay in the moment, keep my heart open. And I'm not saying that I accomplish this like all day long, but that's my meditation now, right? I it's love a, I'll, I'll just lock and load in for, you know, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, even if I, if I feel I need longer in that day. And then it's just that, you know, now let's go, let's stay connected. <laughs> that's beautiful. I love that. Awesome. Okay, cool. I, I have felt like I've become more and more aware in my life over time. But then I have zones or times where I'm like, okay, I'm feeling some anxiety. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. got to get back to being more aware and less of that kind of almost fearful fight or flight kind of feeling. Um, and then it's almost like I feel like I need to go to the mat again to kind of regain. I don't know if you've had the same, a similar experience or worked with people who've had that similar experience. 
100%. I, I believe in the in being on your mat. I, I believe, And that's why I won't go without it, right? Yeah. Um, just the length of time. If you look at back in the day when I first started, where I literally would meditate for two hours in the morning and two hours in the evening. Um, I, and, and at all the stuff that we would do in the ashram as well. And it came very naturally for me to sit for long hours in meditation. It wasn't yeah. something that felt... Um, it just was natural. And I guess that's why I'm, you know, that's why I do the work that I do, because it was a gift. It was a gift for me to discover um, the ability to just close my eyes and connect to what I call the source energy, to connect to a sense of love, of safety, of um, empowerment, of, I, I say to people, you have everything you need inside of you. You were born with it. It's your birthright. Yeah, it's your, it's your humanity. It's your birthright to feel home, to feel safe, to feel good. And if you just can get out of that cycle of thinking and just stop for a moment, you'll find your truth just waiting there for you, right? So it's like, you, it's like once you know your way back home, it's just a question of deciding to go home again and again and again. Right. Mm -hmm. so if you live on 22 Pennsylvania Avenue, right? <laughs> you know where home is. You can go somewhere. Uh -huh. And then if you feel like, oh, God, I need to go home. You, you just know where home is. Right. So meditation is that, you know, how <laughs> you just take the time to get back home and then try to operate from that sense of home as you continue throughout your day or, you know, weeks or months of <laughs> life, basically. Yes. <laughs> The beautiful description. I love that. Okay, so this the topic that we we picked to focus in on today is getting clear about your calling and purpose. So I love that we started with meditation because that's huge, I believe, in kind of understanding who you are and what your purpose is. And so tell me, tell me Tell me more about getting clear. How have you gotten clear about your calling and purpose? Or how do you teach others to get clear about their calling and purpose? So beautiful. So I don't know if my story is, is a fair one because of how powerful I found. When I found meditation, it was like bells rang and, you know, my whole axis just changed, right? Yeah. <laughs> Did I know that I was going to be, you know, a, a personal growth mentor and travel all over the world, helping, you know, hundreds um, and actually hundreds of thousands of people to really get into their center? And no, I didn't know that when I started out. But what I knew is that I had, an, I, it, it was, it was like, it was like finding it was like a, I was like a dolphin that had been stranded off of the beach. Okay. And then when, when I found meditation, it's as if someone pushed me back into the water and I could breathe again and I could live again. So for oh, me, so good. <laughs> yeah, and because of the tribe that I had around me, because I wasn't alone when this happened, I was in a tribe, a community of people, conscious people. Um, they, I sort of saw that people were living free. They were living in a free way, sort of thinking like, what do you really want to do? What do you really love? I was young. I was 22 years old. So, um, so I was at the perfect age to have my brain completely reprogrammed to think differently. 
right? Mm -hmm. And I yeah. sort of saw that I could actually literally create whatever it is that I wanted to create. So I decided to just follow my heart. That was really what the teachers around me were saying to me. They were saying, listen, your heart knows. Your heart knows what you love. Your heart knows what you're good at. So just follow your heart and it will lead you to all of the beauty, all of the light, all of the things you're looking for. So one of the first decisions I took around following my heart was I want to be an entrepreneur because mm -hmm. freedom is one of my highest values. And I just felt like I love this free lifestyle. I love, you know, go wherever I want, travel to whichever place, you know, not go into a job and have someone telling me what to do and what time to do it and when I can leave. And so that was the first decision I made that my heart told me, like Nahima, try to be an entrepreneur, right? So I chose that. I chose that. And the, one of the first things I did as an entrepreneur was I created some yoga clothes with a friend of mine. And this came from my past of being a model, right? Mm -hmm. So I loved fashion, as you can see right now. <laughs> yes, you look darling. <laughs> so I love fashion. I, I used to design clothes um, in the one shop that I used to work and sell clothes. So it just I just chose something I loved as my first entrepreneurial project, right? And yeah. um, so my friend and I designed these yoga clothes. Now, mind you, this is like 27 years ago, right? So we designed these yoga clothes together. We went, we chose the fabrics, we went to the tailor, we, you know, and it was so much fun. It was just fun. And we laughed a lot. And finally, we had these clothes made and she, you know, went to Canada and she took them around to shops and tried to get some orders. And she did end up getting some orders, but it was just enough to cover the costs of what we'd invested into the project. So mm -hmm. we didn't lose money, but we didn't make money, you know. So yeah. and, and then and then my friend, something happened and she was like, I can't do this anymore. And, and then I was like, OK, but hey. You know, <laughs> this entrepreneur thing is amazing, right? <laughs> then I You're like, I'm going to keep going, right? Exactly. I'm going to keep exploring and what I can do. <laughs> absolutely. And then I discovered I love painting. Like, like, uh -huh. like, and I started all of this freestyle painting, like abstract painting. And I would literally, this is me in India, you know, I'm 23 uh -huh. years old. Um, I, I had this room where I bought all these canvases and I would literally be naked, okay, playing music because I love dance as well. And I'd be splashing the paint and painting and, and I'd stay for hours in the studio creating all these creations, right? And yeah. people loved them. People were looking at my paints going, oh my God, so much energy, so much light. So much. And so I started to believe that I could follow my, you know, way as an artist, right? Yeah. So this is literally, and, and I sold some paintings. I did sell some paintings along the way. I even got a gallery in New York to say, they said to me, look, if you can, yeah, if you can get a, um, they wanted me to get a green card. They wanted to get myself organized and they said they would back me and support me. Yeah. And I put together a portfolio and went from gallery, ga gallery to gallery and, you know, was asking uh, for, 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 um, yeah, if people were interested in my art. So I really did go after it. So, so I was in New York within the art uh, thing. I'd, okay, hold on. I need to catch the thread where I was. Okay. So, so my, my 
experience is when you follow your heart, you, you pay, I, I teach my students, you get more of what you focus on. Your focus is like a magic wand, right? So whichever direction you choose to put your focus, a pathway will open up in that direction, right? Yeah. Um, and especially if you put all your heart and passion and joy into that, a path must open, right? Things will start happening. You'll, you know, so I started selling my art. I started, you know, having people interested in doing more. And through all of that, I was meditating all the time. I was totally in the scene of um, growing and learning. And then after this stint in New York, you know, um, my mom passed away during, I was 27 years old um, and my mom passed away and my teacher in India passed away in the same year. Oh, and big. <laughs> yes. And losing these two people was the moment where it became clear for me that this gift that I had with meditation, with living in the moment, with following my heart, that this was something I could teach others. I could yeah. teach others because I could see the people around me you know, in Zimbabwe, where I would, you know, frequently go back to even while I was spending all of this time learning and growing in my consciousness, I saw so many people suffering, not doing what they love, not being able to create their own reality. And so that it was just obvious to me, I need to share this amazing journey that I'm having with having ideas of what I want to do, and then being able to do them and create results around you know, the stuff that I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm just thinking I want to follow my heart. So that's yeah. when it became clear to me that my calling was to support other people um, to learn how to be in more peace, love, joy, and create their own reality. So that's with 27, I started. Yeah. Yeah, it's so needed. And, mm -hmm. and I love that you had all these experiences of doing these things that were in your heart and mm -hmm. close to you and, and resonated with you so that you could go forward and help others learn the same skill. I mean, it is a skill. Like you're saying this, um, where you focus, it will grow. And it's like that magic wand, like you talked about. And really, people don't don't understand that power of creation and they're focused on the wrong things. They're focused on their stresses and their money problems and their grocery bills and their all these things. And, and then they get more of that trouble yes. or that struggle yes. instead yes. of like taking that wand, focusing it in a different direction that actually nurtures and helps you create and grow in, in beautiful ways. I love it. You, you're a very good example. And that's cool that you wanted to share that with others so they would know how to do that too. Absolutely. So I can share some, let's say if somebody feels like I don't really know what my purpose is, quite frankly, I don't even know what my heart, like my vo the voice of my head is so strong that it's completely blocking out the voice of my heart. I don't even know where I would start when you say, listen to your heart, follow your heart, right? I say the heart is the voice of your soul. And the <laughs> soul for me is the part of us that came into this world with nothing and is going to continue its journey with nothing, 
right? So that essence, that, you know, you can call it whatever you want, the part of us, that the conscious part that will leave the body and at one point the body is just, you know, was a container for that essence, right? So, you know, I believe that if you want to start listening, so 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 the 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 voice of your heart is the voice of your soul. It's the voice of that most pure um, part of you that wants the absolute best for you, and it's also the voice of your intuition, right? The yeah, the, the, yeah. So your intuition is the voice of your soul, which is trying to guide you to the best people, best opportunities, best solutions. But unfortunately, when we're trained to listen more to the mind, right? And the mind is, yeah. And the it's loud. Is, <laughs> yes. yes. Um, and it uses logic. It uses mm -hmm. logic to, you know, so if I would have used logic, I wouldn't have started the yoga clothes business, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. If I would have used logic, I would not have thought, oh, I could go to New York and sell, you know, sell paintings. I wouldn't have even been able to stretch out of that, you know, to that thought. Um, why would anyone be interested in my paintings, right? I haven't gone to art school. I haven't done, um, you know, a fancy art education. You know, I'm just this girl yeah. that bought paints and, you know, felt my heart and just put it onto a canvas, right? So there's so many reasons I could have talked myself out of not following my heart and the art and you know, and all of that. So that's the thing with the head, right? So if any, so, so here's, here's a, a hack that I have for, for, for anyone listening here today. I believe that we have two purposes, right? Um, and I call one the soul purpose and one is the body purpose, right? You could also call the body purpose you could call it your your life purpose in a sense, right? So there's two purposes, yeah. So talking yeah. about purpose, thinking of think of it in two different categories: soul purpose okay. and body and life purpose. Okay. So the soul purpose is to return back home and be the best version of yourself, to be kind to be joyful, to be happy, to be um, open and expansive for no reason. Not because somebody's nice to you, not because you were told, you know, from your family, be nice, be kind, be whatever. So the sole purpose is really coming back to understand your capabilities and your capacities as a human being. To explore, to go into the core of your being and explore your potential, yeah? Yes. You think, yeah, yeah. You want to think of potential like a seed, right? Um, yeah. A seed that can become an apple tree, but when it hasn't yet sprouted, it's just a seed, right? Yes. So I found that I had this potential inside of me to do great things, but I had to first decide to untap my potential by learning about my soul, the soul purpose I'm here. And I believe that's the most important purpose there is, right? To yeah. come back home and come back to your center. Definitely. And then from that place, Liz, <clears throat> to ask 
what lights up my soul? Is it being a teacher? Is it being a dancer? Is it being an artist? Is it being an accountant? Is it being um, an actress? So from that place of being connected to your soul and just feeling grounded, feeling peaceful, feeling loving, feeling joyful, to give yourself permission to do what lights up your soul. And so you choose your purpose of the body. Mm-hmm. But, and the purpose of the body is the thing that, you know, for most of us, we need to figure out how to make money, right? How, yeah. how to make money doing what we love, because that's what I suggest to my students and clients. I say, don't just think about making money. Think about making money doing what you love, right? Yeah, so, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, 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 so now you connected to your soul purpose, you're listening, you're able to listen and you, and you're able to hear the guidance that goes, just go for what you truly love in life. Don't compromise. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's when you can pick something, play around with it and see if you want to go the distance with it. Right. Yeah. So in my case, I chose the fashion and, 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 you know, the, the, the artwork. Yeah, exactly. And then I was <laughs> like, yeah, this is nice, but it's not, it's not quite there. Right. And then the art, I love the art. I still paint by the way. Um, so I love that, but I, I, I just, yeah, it was a lot of fun, but I knew there's something still more. Right. And once yes. I found that, that's it. That's me. I'm, I'm a personal growth mentor. I support people to, you know, have rapid transformation in their life. So yeah. I was a, so that's what I've been doing. I've been doing that for two and a half decades, just supporting people to get connected to their soul purpose so that they can figure out what do they really want to do with this precious time, limited time that you have in this body. Right. Mm-hmm. That's terrific. So, when I'm hearing you talk about the soul purpose and the body life purpose, I love that returning back home. And, and I love how you talk about, you know, taking that time to just connect within. I think we look so much for what we want outside of us for so long sometimes. <laughs> and then we realize, oh, it all is inside of me. The best mm-hmm. version of me can happen. And, and I need to get connected and follow that. Um, and so would the body purpose and life purpose, would that be more of the making it happen? Is that kind of where yes. you would go with number two? Yeah. So with number two, uh, let's say the body purpose, what do I want to do with my time? Because, you know, let's face it, you can sit happily connected to your soul and feel wonderful, but then you <laughs> want to do something, right? You yes. You like at least you you like let's let's get something done right yes yes so then i help people to figure out okay so what's your genius i call it the genius what's your Mm -hmm. genius what is the thing that you want to become masterful at in this Mm -hmm. life because you can you know you can have many talents like me right (laughs) i do have many talents but you can choose a talent and say this is the talent that i'm going to become a master in you know, this is the talent that when I think about the whole way, it still excites me, right? Yeah. Because, you know, when I, th- when I thought of being an artist, right, I was like, look, I love painting. But if I think of the life of an artist, I wasn't excited by the whole way. But when I thought uh-huh. of this life of being a support for other people, helping them thrive and helping them, f- then I, I got excited 
I, I, yeah. I, even if I didn't have the how, even if I didn't have the picture of how is this all going to work out, because I didn't. When I decided mm -hmm. to give my first meditation and see how people reacted, I didn't have the whole pathway light yeah. lit up for me, right? I just needed to be excited about taking that next step, right? That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. So I think that, uh, and so, so, so I believe that when you, when you find your soul purpose, then you allow yourself to question, am I really doing what, am I really using the genius that excites me? Because some of us are talented and we're doing what we learned at school, but mm -hmm. it might not be the thing that feels like, oh my God, this is, this is illuminating me. This is yeah. giving me so much fulfillment and joy. So that's when we have to question, are you living your purpose, your genius, what I call the genius? Yeah. Now, once you have your genius, like let's say for me, it was facilitating transformation, right? My genius yeah. is facilitating transformation. Now you need a mission. You need, you need to be able to take that genius and do something in the world that's not about you. Okay. Because if, if it's, if it's all about you, it can become very me, 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 you know, my genius, look at me, I'm such a great teacher, you know, or whatever it is, right? So I yeah. help people to create, this is my, by the way, my seven step formula. It's an award winning formula that I use to help people hack their systems, right? Awesome. And so I'm sharing you the parts of the formula. So the first step is self love. And I can do, you know, I can talk forever about that. And then the two second steps is know your genius and know your mission, right? I want to give the example of people in the world that maybe know their talent, like, uh, like a singer, okay? Knows, okay. The, knows their talent and they're like, I want to become big. I want to become the biggest singer in the world. And I just want to, you know, have many people be happy with my, you know, with my music or whatever it is. And we've seen this happen. So you can know your talent. You can know your genius but be disconnected from your soul purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's when your life starts, even though you know your genius, your life can start to spiral down. Yes. So why... What do you think is the cause of that? Do you think it's the focus that you have? Is that by being focused on me, 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 or tell us I, why it happens? I think that, I, I think it's because they're not connected to their soul purpose. Okay. Yeah. The soul sense. purpose is the most, it's your first reason to be on this earth. Okay. So kind of your big why, is it your why, like why you're doing what you're doing? Is that kind of your soul purpose or is it deeper than your why? <laughs> it's deeper than your why. Because the why okay. for me is still around the mission. So let's, okay. so, so, the, so there's two things that's going on. One of the things that's going on is that the mission is not enough about others. Okay. Right. So, so they know their genius, like I'm going to be a singer, I'm going to take over the world and I'm going to have all this beautiful music that everyone dances to. Right. And people are going to know my name and it's going to be, and there's nothing wrong with that. But what is the mission? Like, like if, if, if you would say, look, I, I'm going to take this talent of singing. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to really heal people with my music. Right. Uh -huh. I want people to feel peace. I want people to feel illuminated. I want people to feel excited. I want people to feel um, released from their sadness. Um, and you really would focus that, that on, on really, I want to elevate the world with my music, right? I want to plant 
powerful seeds. Like I want young girls to hear this music and really be, be, you know, strong. Yeah, something gorgeous, something beautiful. Instead of just, I'm just going to make music to, 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 that people like popular music that makes people, you know, and you know this, you hear a lot of music and it's full of crap. The lyrics are, <laughs> I mean, isn't, so sorry, true. I don't know if I can say the word crap here, but you yes, know, you can. <laughs> my, are, my son, I was going to say, my son was listening to some music on the way home from our trip yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I could, I said, you can have three songs and we're done with this because yeah. I just couldn't handle the messages in the music. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't uplifting. Exactly. And <laughs> so, yes. So exactly, that's what I mean. So I feel like if we, if the role models for young girls listening to that music could be more about, I'm, I'm going to illuminate, I feel like that would come back and, and make them be accountable to the message mm-hmm. that they're putting out in the world. So it would nourish them more as a person as well, right? Because you want to be the example of that, what you're saying to people, right? Yes. Um, so I, I just feel like, if, so, so, so coming back to the, the sole purpose, right? The sole purpose is I don't need anything to feel happy. I'm not, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm not going, I'm happy when I become the greatest singer on the planet. I'm happy when I have a million uh, followers. I'm happy when, there, there's none of that. In sole purpose, yeah. you are so grateful and thankful for everything that you have right now. You don't need to become anything. You don't need to prove anything. You don't need to have anything. You don't need to feel like something's missing. The sole purpose is being whole and complete as you are right now in all of your human gorgeousness and acting from that place to make your music, to make your, you know, to do whatever it is that you're doing in a soulful yeah. And beautiful way so that's the let's say the the vision that I have for creating more of this type of leadership in the world where people say I have a gift and I'm going to use this gift to do something meaningful in the world because when I do something meaningful it makes me feel better for myself as you know about myself as a human right Yes. And I really want to question what I'm doing. I want to have high values. And what am I really putting out there? What is it? What is the effect that this has on on the people that are listening to the, the stuff I'm doing, right? So being more yes. accountable, having a deeper level of integrity as opposed to just, well, everyone's doing it. It's popular music. So come on, let's just do it. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I so love that. Looking at your bigger purpose. Exactly. That's exactly. beautiful. That's terrific. So, um, so if someone doesn't really know their purpose yes. from just hearing what you've talked about, I think the first thing you've said is self-love mm-hmm. and then to start. And, and I think that deals with the meditation and the connection of self mm-hmm. and all of that. And then to know your genius and then you can know your mission. Yes. Is that right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And then from there, you can build a bigger vision. Yeah, but you can build a bigger vision because if you want to create, let's say you're in a situation where you're looking around and you're like, I don't, I don't like my life right now, right? Um, I don't like the amount of money I'm earning. I don't like the you know type of people I have in my life. I don't love what I'm doing, and I want to create something bigger, right? Mm-hmm. 
you won't be able to get to that bigger without doing the inner work or else whatever you create is still within the limitation of what I call the ego mind. So we're still thinking small, even if we're uh -huh. thinking bigger. Okay, I know this sounds yes, very deep. that makes sense. <laughs> Does that make sense, right? Yeah, so, shallow, almost a shallow, shallow idea or shallow way of doing you. it rather than the deeper, right? Yes, absolutely. So I'll give an example of myself. You know, before I, I actually got married and divorced by the age of 22. Okay. okay. And before um, I went through that experience with my first husband, right, I was really like, that's going to give me happiness when I have a beautiful husband and I live in a nice house and I have money and I can travel the world. That's going to I'm going to be fantastic. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and then I got all of that and I was miserable. Liz, mm -hmm. I was just miserable because I didn't know how to be happy. So it wouldn't matter mm -hmm. whether I was in a mansion or in a hut. I didn't know how to be happy. I knew how mm -hmm. to complain. I knew how to focus on lack. I knew how to feel bad about the fact that, you know, I had five kilos more, even though I was thinner than I've ever been in my whole entire life at that point, at that time, right? I only yeah. knew how to look at how I wasn't good enough. Yeah. So, so even with all the trappings of what looked like a fantastic life, all I could do was argue with my husband, focus on negativity. And of course I had fun and laughed a bit here and there, but I didn't even realize Liz that I was trapped up in my ego and my inner mm -hmm. sort of like me, me, me story. Yes. That's so familiar to me. I, yes. I had the same experience for 12 years <laughs> of <laughs> okay. like focusing on lack and all of the yeah. things, you know, not being grateful for what I had. I, I wouldn't have been grateful for the mansion or the hut or whatever. Yeah. Yes. So, so familiar. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So this is what I'm saying to people. Like what you're looking for is not external. Mm -hmm. You know, it looks external. Like if I just got that education, if I got that, if I finished college, then I'm going to be Victoria. You'll be happy for about 2.3 seconds after you've, you know, <laughs> You've got the, you know, yeah. I've gone through college. Yes, yes. And then you have the debt from the college or you have the problems of what do I do next? And then boom, you're back to where you started. Right. Back to where, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then you're like, when I get the job, then, then I'll be happy. Then you get the job and you're like, oh, fuck, now I need the husband. Now I need the this. Now I need, and it's endless. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the, the, the body. The purpose of the body and is endless wanting. It's endless. I need more. I need more. When you get there, you need some more, right? And yeah. so that's why that's not a path to, 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 to just have. Like, I know that I'm a teacher. I know that I'm a dancer. I know that I'm a this and that. But you're not really connected to yourself in a more deeper, soulful way, which is that I came into this world with nothing and I'm going to leave with nothing. So everything that I get to participate in is a gift. Mm -hmm. And I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you and I want to enjoy today. I want to live today as if is the last day because that's actually the truth, right? We only ever have this moment. And that it is could so be, true. <laughs> yeah, and it could be over in a second. So for me, purpose mm -hmm. is knowing that, knowing the fragility of life and then choosing 
to make the most out of today, out of now. Yeah. So if you're listening to right. this, go home tonight to your family and look at them, love them, appreciate them, see them, connect with them, as opposed to be busy with problems, you know, um, thinking about what you're going to do tomorrow, you know, being somewhere else. Start focusing on what matters, which is being, loving, giving, receiving, joy, pleasure, connection. This is what we seek ultimately, but we never give ourselves permission to experience because we're so busy in the mind running after something that the world told us that's the ideal that you want to get to. That is terrific. I love it. Um, Mahima, you, you said it so well. And um, I just, I love it. I love everything you've talked about is the transformation that I've been going through for, Beautiful. you know, especially in the last three years. And it's just so neat to start to move out of that surviving, like struggle mode and getting into really thriving and having more of those beautiful emotions you talked about, the joy, um, pleasure, the happiness, and um, just taking that time to be really present when you're with those that you love. You know, it could be, if that was the first time you, you gave your child a hug, you know, when they're born, it's the first time. So you remember it so much, you know, but just because it's not the first time doesn't mean it's so super significant in that moment when you're holding them. And so just bringing back kind of that magic and that love and that connection is so powerful. I love the way you described that. Absolutely. Oh, so <laughs> Absolutely. I just love that, that hugging, hugging as if, it is the first time. Yes. Um, enjoying Beautiful. the simple things in life um, that, you know, which is, which is connection. I think that's what we're all looking for to feel connected to ourselves and others. And so for me, the sole purpose yeah. is all about that, right? Um, just get it, get into your soul, figure out how to be extraordinary so that when you, when you, go to bed at night, you feel fulfilled. And when you wake up in the morning, you feel excited about what is to come. That's how you want to operate your life. And then whatever you get to play with, whatever you decide, you know, yeah. you want to try to master at. It's great if it succeeds. If not, you try something else, right? So you don't have to bang your head against the wall, you know, like this isn't working. Like, you know, I can say that for myself, the secret of success is find someone who's done what you want to do and learn from them. Yeah, that's, that's a great. <laughs> right. Whatever you want to accomplish, get a coach, get a mentor, get somebody to help you. Right. Um, I didn't, Liz, between the age of 30 and 45. Right. Mm -hmm. I went on this. I'm the coach. You know, I'm <laughs> I've got and, this. <laughs> yes. And I was fine for a while. Right. Um, but then there was like a 10 year period where I got smaller and smaller, even with all of my meditation, even with all of the wisdom that I had, I stopped having people stretch me. I stopped mm -hmm. having people question me. I stopped having people show me my blind spots 
and really guide me to even a gr more greater version of myself. More greater. I don't think you need to say more and greater. In the <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> I think you get the point, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And so, okay, so, so opening so, yourself up to mentors mm -hmm. and coaches yes. has been changing for you, life changing, career life changing, changing, right? Life changing. Yeah. And I would say that if there's anything that anyone takes away from what I'm saying today, that's it. If you want yeah. more inner peace, find somebody who knows about inner peace and get them to, to show you how to how to operate with as much peace, joy and love in your everyday life. Right. If that's not an that's issue awesome. for you, then that's fine. If you want to have, a, you know, grow your business and, you know, get to six, seven figures, find someone who's grown a business to six, seven figures and get them to coach yeah. you. Get them. That's awesome. Know, it's not easy being coached. I can tell you that, right? But it's I know it's it. uncomfortable, but it's very uncomfortable. Know, it gets but you out of it. your comfort zone. <laughs> exactly. But that's where the magic happens, right? Yeah. Awesome. So, um, Mahima, your website, why don't you give us some information about your website? Because you actually do a lot of coaching, mm -hmm. and it would be great for any of our listeners that are interested. I know you do have a free series and our opportunity and so can you tell us a little bit about that yes um a lot of people uh, say to me meditation is hard i don't know how to get started i don't like meditation i've tried it but it didn't work for me um and so forth and so on right i could never sit yeah. still I, I i need to be active and so there's a lot of beliefs and myths around meditation and i really mm -hmm. love to say okay forget the word meditation and let's just talk about self-love Yes. Uh, meditation is the ability to love yourself unconditionally, to listen to yourself, to become aware of what you're feeling, because those feelings are affecting how you're showing up in the world. Right. Okay. So if you're, yeah. if you're feeling angry and you're feeling sad and you've got the right to feel those things, but meditation will show you that you can make another choice. You don't need mm -hmm. to indulge these feelings like the way that we just do when we don't feel like we have a choice, right? So mm -hmm. self-love is allowing yourself to know that there is peace inside of you. I always say peace is your birthright, right? And so my meditation series, uh, the 21 day meditation challenge, is for anybody that wants to get fast into more stillness, more peace and more joy. I work with silence. And this is a free, it's free. You can just go to my website, themahimamindset.com. Themahima, M-A-H-I-M-A, mindset.com. And you can just get your free 21-day um, meditation challenge, which is going to take you through 21 days where you sit for between 10 and 15 minutes. And you, I'm going to teach you how to start breathing. I'm going to teach you how to start listening. I'm going to teach you how to start opening your heart to yourself. I'm going to plant seeds that, or not even plant seeds, water seeds that are already there inside of you that are going to start sprouting into this ability to feel more excitement about life because you're going to start to understand more about who you are and how you can interact with the world in a way that feels more meaningful and powerful. So I don't use music in my meditations. I use stillness and guidance 
with my voice. So you just, awesome. all you need to do is download and press play and just show up every day for 21 days. And when you get to the end of it, I probably, you're going to love it and go back and do it again. Cause it's going to be like <laughs> so juicy and I'm just getting started. <laughs> Virtual candy. That's what I yes. call it. So good. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I love it, Mahima. So we're, we're just about out of time, but before you go, you've shared so many amazing things with us and so many deep, good, just you've, you've given us golden nuggets here, there and everywhere. So people will probably have to go back and listen again, just to understand um, what you're talking about, the self-love, knowing your genius and your mission and, and really connecting inside to feel whole and um, to not compromise what's going on inside, but to really return to self and to that self-love and that becoming the best version of yourself. I love that. Um, so there's so many good things and we appreciate all your expertise in this. Uh, but before you go, we love to share oops moments. <laughs> and we're wondering if you could share one with us. I know you have kind of a fun one um, yeah. of going to the Himalayas, right? <laughs> yes. Um, so I told the story about when my mom died when I was 27 years old. And I wanted to take um, some of her ashes to the Ganga, the river Ganga, to the source of the river Ganga in the Himalaya mountains, right? So uh -huh. um, some friends were going up there. I said, okay, I'll join you. I went up the mountain. I did not know how difficult it was going to be. So it was oh. really tough. My Like I'd never climbed, uh, you know, a, a mountain that high before. <laughs> And so I just went along, but I was freezing. My legs hurt. The whole thing was extremely challenging, but I made it. I made it to the source of the Ganga. I was a young, you know, uh, girl. And so I made it up there. But then on the way down, I miscalculated how long it would take me because I had so much pain in my body. I was walking very slowly and it started to get dark and uh -huh. cold. Uh -oh. And I was alone on the path and I went, oops, oh. this is not a good oh. situation. Yeah. And I started Did to you get have mad. a flashlight or anything? I didn't have a flashlight. I had nothing. And I, oh, I didn't goodness. even know, I didn't know how far down, up or down I was. Like I had no clue if I'm like, am I two hours away from the barn? Am I one hour? Am I three? I had no clue. I was completely disorientated. <laughs> And so, oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was like, oops, this is not good. And like so often happens in life, magic happened. Because just as it was getting dark, there came a guy, I swear, kid you not, with a donkey on the path. Wow. Just, and it's <laughs> like he just appeared there. And I went <laughs> to him crying and was like, please help me. And he didn't understand me, but he saw, he could, you know, he could imagine I was alone. He knew you yeah. were in distress. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he pointed to his donkey. I sat on his donkey and he took me down the mountain. It was two hours still. Oh, wow. And so that's my wow. story. Um, but then I created <laughs> a miracle. <laughs> which is that somebody found me with a donkey and helped oh. me. <laughs> so. That is awesome. <laughs> uh.
It's great that when we have our oopses, we can still, things can still turn out just fine, right? Exactly. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that you had taken your mom's ashes there. That's really cool. Oh, Mahima, it's been beautiful to meet with you today and to learn from you. And I appreciate you coming on our show. And in the show notes, everybody will have um, the website, um, the MahimaMindset.com. And you can go and look at that 21 day meditation challenge and sign up for it and get going on um, discovering more of your inner self and loving, loving yourself and moving forward on this formula to help you have more success in your life and to thrive more and to survive less. So thank you so much for being on today, Mohima. Thank you so much, Liz. And I love this, what you and your sister are doing. Please keep on doing it. The world needs more of this message. Love you. And thanks for everyone here listening today as well. What a joy and an honor to have shared my story with you. Thank you for listening. So much love and stay, stay well. Thank you. Thank you. Are you ready to make forward movement in an area of your life? Relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you've always wanted and the happiness that you are worthy of. And so we have started a movement to support you in making these positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a supportive, fun, three-month-long program where you will learn tools, techniques, and mindset shifts to move forward in your relationships and goals. In Arise Now, You will have the support to set and accomplish three personalized goals. You will receive 12 valuable one-hour live trainings. Enjoy daily accountability and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. Visit AriseAndThriveLife.com today and register so that you can get all the support, training, and accountability to start arising and thriving in your life.